You ever wonder why there's so much disease in this country? If you have, then you're like me. I've wondered this for nearly 10 years, and all my research concludes uh, that there's probably three things that we're exposed to the most that could be the culprit. We're going to talk about fasting today and the culture that we have of eating and why it's so toxic. And uh, we'll discuss many other things, including my experience as well. So my name is Mike. Every week I discuss topics that I care about. Hopefully you find them of value as well. Today's daily is brought to you by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple. It's so simple. Save 40% right now. Just use the code daily at checkout. So you've heard about fasting. There's many resources out there. As you see here, there's videos and articles and there's, um, you know, no two methods are going to be perfect for anybody and you have to experiment. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, I love fasting. I started like three or four years ago and I'll explain towards the end exactly why uh, I needed to do this. But the um, the point is to kind of tie all of this together. About a year ago or more, I had Dr. Fenster on. He's got a background in uh, food, food science, um, and has worked for corporations designing food um, specifically for the purpose of stimulating the bliss point of the brain, making food irresistible, highly palatable. Um, and it's one of the reasons why we have so much consumption for the sake of profit. In any case, I've put together some infographics to kind of help you um, and to help guide you along this uh, episode. So hopefully you find that uh, useful as well. In general, um, the culture is what have we been taught to consume, 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 just eat three meals a day, even, even though we're not moving as much. Most of us have desk jobs, office jobs, where we're not really moving around all that much. And so this is a uh, part of the problem. When you tie that in with how food is being manufactured, we have 300 million people we have to feed every single day, and it's inconvenient to do things organically, though um, companies are trying. They're moving towards providing free-range, um, you know, more organic, more wholesome foods, but even that has its limitations, in my opinion. Overall, the three things that I have concluded that could be the main causation of all the disease we see is number one, food, number two, water, and number three, oxygen. And let me kind of uh, give you some insight as to why I think this. You know, I've been on this journey for about 10 years. It's why I'm in the line of work that I do. I'm kind of obsessed with health and wellness and trying to achieve a very specific balance and harmony between mind, body, and spirit. And as I've been on this journey, as I discover things, I try to share them with you guys. So food, as I said, the way they're manufactured and the ingredients used, some of these things don't really break down in the body. They just don't digest. And so they just accumulate over a lifetime. The next is water. It's highly chemically treated, um, especially in major cities. It has to be. I understand why. But the exposure to those chemicals long term, even though it's been said that they are uh, as safe as can be, I still question it. And then oxygen, we all need it, but it's not the cleanest air. I mean, the air is not great. 
particularly in major cities. So all three in abundance for most of your life as it accumulates in your body, what can that turn into? Could it be cancer? Could it be any of the other things that we have seen in terms of disease? Um, who knows? But that's kind of where my thought process is and why I found that episode with Dr. Fencer so uh, useful to speak with somebody who understands food on that level and has worked with corporations to uh, to design food in that fashion. Um, it, uh, it was a real eye-opener. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Now, fasting. As I said, you've heard about it. So what is it, right? Uh, it's not a diet. It's no substitute for a proper diet and or exercise. But the emphasis is on when you eat, not what you eat. So it's a pattern. And there's many benefits to it. So the first infographic here that I'll show you is referring to the different ways that people approach this. If you research fasting, you're going to find many videos and articles, and they'll all talk about these same methods. You have 16-8, you fast for 16 hours, and you eat within the window of eight hours. Very simple and flexible. I feel like most can probably do this uh, easily. Uh, 5-2 involves eating normally for five days and restricting calorie intake to five to 600 calories for the remaining two days. Eat, stop, eat involves fasting for a full 24 hours once or twice a week. And this one requires discipline. Finally, you have alternate day fasting. It's characterized by fasting every other day with a complete restriction of calorie intake on fasting days. Um, one, uh, one of the challenging ones, whatever the reason is, you know, it could be useful. Um, it's definitely not simple, but it's free to try and you have to stay consistent. So the next infographic you see here is relating to the benefits. So for most people, the first one is the target goal, weight loss. It boosts your metabolism and helps you burn fat. The next one is improved brain function. It stimulates the production of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein that promotes the growth and protection of brain cells. The third one is where I'm really interested in, enhanced autophagy and cellular repair. It's the natural process of cellular waste removal and regeneration. Then the last one is reduced inflammation and disease prevention. So I'd say the autophagy and disease prevention are really how all of this ties in together and why I'm so interested in all of it. Um, being able to remove waste or cells that are just garbage um, is like, I feel like the key to all of it, to longevity especially when we're packing food the way we've been taught to, especially when food has been designed the way it has been and does not really digest. It just kind of builds up and sits there in your body for long periods of time. Um, this may be the key to like getting it out of your system, which in turn, hopefully, may prevent disease in the future. That is the goal. Ultimately, um, I hope science can further substantiate this, um, this theory of mine, but these are the benefits and you can research them. So on to my story, three or four years ago, I started, um, I went to the doctor and they said my condition was not great. Two options, take medication or change your lifestyle. I knew 
already at that point that medication would allow me to continue the way I was, but it would never address the main problems. So taking on those problems and making substantial changes was, I want to say, very difficult. Um, as we know, quite impossible for, for many. But that is the direction I went. So I started fasting every single day except for Sundays. Um, and it was easier to do because I come to work and I'm at work till, you know, 5 p.m. every day. And so as long as I stayed focused on my work and tried to be productive, it was, uh, it was much easier to just stay away from food. Um, even though there's food everywhere, right? We can order it. You know, there's fast food joints all around, uh, near me at the shop, but still, um, I, I managed to stick with it. Consistency is the key. I dropped a lot of weight within the first year, 10, 15 pounds easily. Um, and from there, I started seeing a lot of benefits. I can say the first three months were fucking impossible. Every drive through looked delicious and irresistible. But the way I avoided them was the understanding that if I didn't stay consistent, that I would, in fact, uh, develop a disease and that, that I would probably die. So my desire to have a longer life and be healthier um, far outweighed in terms of positivity and benefits to the desire of just shoveling food in my face for comfort. Many of us eat for comfort and um, it's a nice source of comfort, but if you're not careful and you're not mindful, you know, that comfort seeking turns into poison over time and that poison eventually turns into disease. So choose wisely. What do you think? If you've ever done this, leave them down below so other people can read about your experience and um, at least give it some kind of a, an attempt. In any case, I'll catch you guys on the next one.